How's it going, guys? Your boy, Stice. Today, I'm going to be talking about uh, VampFit and my journey and how it started and uh, why uh, I got into it and the whole, or how I got into it because some people want to know. Um, well, I used to own my own business and uh, I would train people out of there. It was a small little boutique, had a whole gym, and then I had a classroom where I ran my Stice Life uh, program. Um, so, I usually personally work out at my local gym. It's a retro fitness. I love it. Been there for about moving on now five years. And um, yeah, one one Saturday, I because I go Saturdays and Sundays. One Saturday, I was working out, <clears throat> and I ran into uh, an old friend. And uh, let's just say his name's D. And D is friends with uh, a famous rapper, JJ. His initials. Um, and they, he's his boy and trainer because he helps him work out and all that stuff. Um, I've always bumped into them over there at my local uh, retro fitness because they, the famous rapper used to live there, uh, in the in my neighborhood. But um, but anyway, besides that, so that day when I went in there and I saw him, he saw me working out. And he kind of just wanted to wanted to get a workout in together. So I was like, all right, cool. Never thought of anything. You know, I've always extended my hand out to, to say that I can, you know, show him a couple cool things. But he never has taken my offer up. So today, uh, that day, he decided he wanted to come and work out with me. I said, okay, fine. So we worked out. Uh, it was chest. And I showed him ways to contract his chest that he's never um, had or even felt. And he was so impressed that he asked me um, if I was still if I would still train him. And I said, yeah, I mean, you can come in and train at my uh, where where I have my business. And, um, you know, we can do it over there. So he agreed to come uh, something later that week. He came and. Uh, I ended up, uh, he ended up signing up for, with, for 10 sessions, but he can only pay me for six. And now I'll tell you guys this, I charge a hundred dollars an hour. So if you're going to buy 10 sessions, that means you're going to pay me a thousand dollars. He couldn't um, pay me a thousand dollars that day. I don't blame him because you know, we're, I'm not rich. We're not rich. Who's carrying a thousand dollars in cash or, I mean, actually, yeah, you could put it in your bank, but he didn't have his, we better say he wasn't carrying his wallet. He was just carrying cash and that's all he had. Um, so we took the 600 and, uh, told him that, you know, next week he can give us the four and he agreed to it. So fine. I started training him, um, once a week is what he wanted to do because he wanted to stretch it out since he kind of knew some workouts anyway i can give him some homework so i said okay fine i only do that for experience um clients because it's better to train with if you have no idea what you're doing three times a week but minimum with a trainer um but anyway we started training and he started changing and things got better for him uh, started seeing big drastic changes and even one day, um, towards the end, cause he was down to, he, he had s- six and he was down to his sixth, um, session. Yeah. Sixth session, um, where he actually started bringing in his, uh, 
his son and one of his friends and i was actually then i started training three people at a time but i saw what he was doing he was trying to have more breaks so he invited more friends and i was okay with that but you know your friends aren't paying for the training so i'm training now three people instead of one and you're down to you know uh, you're down to your last session because you said you were going to pay me for the other one which you never did and then when that came up to the last one which was the six because he didn't buy the extra four he was like my boy jj you know the famous rapper uh wants you to give him a session wants to train he, he heard you were good and i told him you were good and he wants to train and he wants to you know he wants to see what it's about so i said okay tell him to come on down to to westwood uh, westwood no no uh, woodland park i'm sorry woodland park which is west patterson um to come and train me in my facility so i could train him and he said no because he lives too far and he wouldn't he would he just wouldn't come so to come and train over uh by him and he goes to to the closest retro fitness um where he lives and so i was like all right fine i uh, ended up driving driving down to his his retro fitness to meet him him there and then um <clears throat> come to find out it was raining that day too come to find out i i'm a member so i just walked in they weren't even there and then they call, uh they called me that they were two minutes away they pull up and it wasn't just him and d it was him d and four other guys now that's six people i was like how i thought i thought your i thought your boy wanted me to train just him and he goes oh yeah yeah i mean look we'll just you know just show us a, a workout a circuit and blah 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 i'm like they're not going to be cool with me training you guys over here at a commercial gym i don't do that and he was like just show just just work out with us blah blah i said we'll we'll figure it out so all right this is during covid so we we walk in there and the section that they um they they uh wanted to train was uh taped off but since he's a famous rapper he was just like fuck it we just went in there and then we started using the machines now they were also walking around without their masks or pulling it down they had shakes they weren't even dressed in <laughs> workout gear they were wearing tims and jeans and bubble jackets and shit like that it's kind of funny but anyway um we started to work out we only got maybe one of us all, all of us only got one we only got through two workouts yeah two workouts before they came over and they actually kicked us all out so after they kicked us all out <clears throat> um i was just pretty much like all right this is it i'm going and and they ended up going and leaving to go to uh to the gym that i actually just got fired by <laughs> the other trainer let's just call it db whatever right let's call it db it's a good name um <clears throat> that's where they went to go work out because they were i guess they were members at that time over there but anyway um they also called me and asked me if i was gonna go over there and i said no man this is just you know whatever i'm i'm going home i've been here for too long i'm, I'm tired you know we'll we'll train some other day anyway the following day uh 
uh, they asked me to come and meet them over there. So I said, all right, fine. I mean, I went over there and met them over there. And then I told them the same thing. Look, you can't just train people at any gym because there's rules. The, the trainers that, tra- that, are, that work there get the people that walk in. It's not any trainer. So they're like, no, no, no. Why don't you talk to, why don't you talk to the boss over here? You know, uh, he's good peoples. He'll, 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 uh, you know, let you in, you know, we'll let him know that you're with us and that you're good peoples and that you, you, you know, your shit and whatever and blah, blah. You could bring your class over here. So then I started thinking because I was having a lot of complications with my um, business partner. Um, he, we were splitting half of, you know, we, I was splitting half of the salary and he wasn't doing anything. He barely would show up to work. So at that time we were in the process of breaking ties and I just saw it as, as yeah, that's not a bad idea. Actually, I do want to bring my program over here and get it more exposed to more eyes. So I was like, okay, yeah, you know what? Let's do that. And uh, I ended up driving over there. I spoke to the owner. And uh, he said, well, right now he was busy, but um, to come back over the weekend on a Saturday and um let's talk about it so i can meet his business partner and um and and we can figure it out if it works because he had a he had a saying uh if it makes sense it makes money uh, if it makes money it makes sense my bad the other way around but anyway um so yeah so on that saturday i went in i put on my you know my black slacks my my nike polo you know looking fresh to death I mean, and I put on, uh, put on my, you know, my working sneakers, they're black and whatever. And I went over there and, you know, felt really confident walking through that door and, uh, spoke to him about my class and my program and how I do it and my training and my years and my experience and the people that I've trained and the stuff that I've known and what I look in and doing it over here. Then I asked him questions about his class schedule and programming and all that jazz. Anyway, we ended up agreeing on me starting, you know, I decided I wanted to start on the first for the new year. And he was okay with that, but I also, like I always do, do a promo class. So I actually turned out that I ended up doing three promo classes because there was people that wanted to come and try it out and everything. Anyway, long story short, I ended up working there because of them, really. In reality, it was Vamp Fit that got me through that door, and um, and they wanted, you know, I started there. So back to them. I... um. I trained, I trained them, uh, once there and, and that was pretty much the beginning. I trained them once there and he loved it. The famous rapper loved it. And, uh, literally, uh, the following weekend leading to that was their photo shoot. They had a photo shoot that, you know, the, the rapper, um, called for where they were going to get some of their some of their swag like their t-shirts and hats and all this stuff anyway i i didn't know that it was a photo shoot i thought it was like a location that he wanted me to go and train him so he shot me a text and was like yo stice um meet us over here it was up all the way in um 
Jersey, uh, West New York. No, yeah, West New York or Jersey City, somewhere far. Anyway, I was like, all right, yeah, let me do that. You know, so I, I, me thinking that I'm gonna be working out because he told me it was gonna be at a gym. I was like, okay, cool. Put all my all my uh, gear in the bag in the truck and drove down. Took me about 45 minutes to get there. Got there, had to pay for parking too. And then I was the first one there. And they weren't. They took about another half hour to get there. And then one of the guys didn't have the money to pay for the parking. So I ended up paying for his parking. So I paid for two parkings. Fucking shitty. Already right off the bat. There's a sign. <clears throat> and um, anyway, we go we go all the way up um, to come and find out that... Uh, this isn't a work uh, a gym like he supposedly requested but now coming up those stairs the person that was up there was this guy by the name of matt he is the ceo of dynapro dynapro does a lot of resistant bands and other uh workout stuff they are or were the sponsor the main sponsor well the sponsor of uh vanfit they did all the apparel and all the the resistant bands <clears throat> now he also um knows photographers the guy matt knows a lot of people really great guy uh also knows the guy that created the quest bar and a bunch of other things anyway well-rounded guy um i met him and i didn't know anything or his background at that time and so i was just like okay how you doing um you know the rapper's uh trainer i thought we were here to work out and i thought i was just gonna help him out get pumped up and all that kind of stuff he's like no this is a photo shoot for van fit this is gonna be what they're gonna use to promote and i said wow okay okay well uh it's not my problem because i'm not taking pictures is what i thought but the guy matt tossed me a shirt it was an extra large shirt and i said oh okay cool and i took uh i took a hat at that time too anyway then they come up his him and his entourage they come up and he gets pissed off right off the bat gets so pissed off because he sees that there's no workout gear there the apparel all the shirts are extra large there's only one large and the guy matt's wearing it and all of them are extra large now the rapper he's a medium he likes to wear he'll like to wear a large or if he's gonna look like he's big he'll wear a medium you know how to say a medium uh yeah so when you have a pump you know that means your your um your muscle fibers tear and then all the red blood cells shoot to that area which causes your muscles to inflame which gives you on the outside the look of the pump and your your arm will usually not double in size usually grow about an inch which is a lot and um you know circumference around or about an inch and um that usually makes a shirt that's a medium very tight or a large tight now so it looks makes you look very big dudes love love getting the pump and walking out of the gym because then they feel like that's their real self they wish it was but it's not <clears throat> the goal is to capture the pump and you got to know how to do it i do but you got to pay me for it ha. but anyway back to the story 
<clears throat> so, um, so anyway, he got pissed off and, uh, and yeah, so, so come to find out that he was already telling the photographer and everyone in there that he was not going to be doing the shoot because he, he's not going to be wearing some baggy clothes and looking like he, you know, like a 12 year old in clothes in big clothes. So <clears throat> he was getting all mad, but then he had this other guy, let's call him Hawk Hawk, right? He's also another Instagram, um, personality and, uh, Hawk went up first to take pictures. This guy's massive. And uh, anyway, he's taking his pictures. There's another girl there that um, let's label her Jay. She's a, another a big uh, Instagram personality. And uh, she's going to be the female portion of it. The funny thing is they don't even have a female apparel. And it was never designed to be a female apparel company. But anyway, so that already didn't make sense. Anyway... So we all end up taking pictures either way. And I end up getting in the pictures because they threw me the shirt and the hat and then the rapper asked me to do it. And I was like, okay, fine. Now, the funny thing is I saw that, right? When after that photo shoot, we got the pictures and that was cool. I was, I was kind of a fan and I felt like, wow, this could be the start of something. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it could be the start of something. It started giving me ideas already. I called my wife all excited. I couldn't believe that I was in a photo shoot with with this rapper and and these people. And I'm like, wow, you know, I'm in a different circle now. An opportunity right here. You know, I saw it. And I was like, okay, let's 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 get into it real hard and start to focus. You need to get better. How do you get better? You need to start reading on everything. And that's what I did that night. I started um to read more online about training, about the body, about resistance, about endurance, about breathing, about recovery, about everything, literally everything you could possibly think of, I was reading it or watching it. And <clears throat> started to train them. Now, for the rapper, I gave him pretty much about two weeks uh, for free, almost, yeah. But I gave them my price. And at that at that time, all my clients were booking me out for three months. And uh, I gave them a flat fee. You know, I actually deducted $900 if they booked me right there for, th for the three months. And a lot of them did. So I approached them with that. And I told the guy, D, hey, you're in this too. If you want it like that. I, As a matter of fact, I no no. He told me what he told me was, "Yo, I gave you this opportunity. I'm putting you in front of these famous people. Like that is your pay." Is basically what he was telling me. And he's like, "And I'm your boy, son." And I'm like, "Yeah, but you, that's not cool, dude. We didn't start off like that." And you know, I ended up I ended up eating my words and going, "Okay, fine." And ended up training him for free. And then you know, JJ, the famous rapper, um. I was telling him, I showed him my prices. He didn't react or say anything. I texted it to him, never, never replied, never gave me an answer, never nothing. So I continuously trained him, but I asked his boy D, I was like, what's the deal with your man over here? He's not paying me, bro. And I don't train people for free like this. And then <clears throat> he was like, nah, nah, you know, that company you want to go into the photo shoot? Well... 
you're, you're now part of it, dude. You're now you're now part of the the Van Fit squad. And once we make it big, you're going to be paid, bro. Are you kidding me? We're going to be traveling. We're going to be doing all this. We're going to be meeting famous people. You're going to be, yo, you're gonna, we're going to blow up, son. That's going to pay for everything. And <clears throat> I mean, I'm, I, I don't know anything about the game in that sense at that time. So I was just like, man, shoot. I was thinking, I was like, he's right. All right, screw it. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Let me train him for free because this is he's doing already he's doing a huge favor for me already as i i thought he was <clears throat> so on top of that i went you know and spoke to the owner of the gym let him know that i was going to be training him for free that i'm not getting paid for anything in that uh, i'm doing it because we're going to promote his gym and give him apparel through since we're sponsored by dynapro and you know that and he was okay with it so i ended up putting them into my schedule and making sure that I trained them for a good two to three hours. So I, it would, their schedule was from two all the way up until five o'clock before I started my class, which is at five 30. Now here's the thing. We were training in the beginning, all fine and dandy. They were doing improvements. Like first, I'd say the first two months we were rocking hard. I completely changed them. Not only did did I do that? I did so well that the rapper um, asked me to train his wife. So I tra- started to train his wife. Um, same deal with her. She actually paid me half of what her training was. And then she stopped because she said that her husband, the rapper, said that she doesn't have to pay anymore because I was going to be compensated by the company. Okay, fine. Trained her for only about a month because she ended up um, quitting. She just was not motivated. But anyway, went back to training the guys and um, and come to and what happened was after that we were always supposed to train at two o'clock, except for on. Fridays, because he, the rapper, had this um, this um, show, Drip Report or something on, uh, I forget, on, on what network or whatever, so he couldn't be there. But anyway, <clears throat> they would always show up so late, so late that it was disrespectful. I would be there at 1.30 so that I could train them at 2, because... If you're on if you're early you're on time you know the deal and the saying that i say um but and for those of you that don't know here we go if you're early you're on time if you're on time you're late and if you're late you better have a good fucking excuse um <clears throat> but anyway they were always late they would show up at uh 3 3 30 and then expect me to train them all up until five when i have to start my you know prepping for my class and it was starting to get really upsetting because these these guys were you know taking advantage now as i continued to train them and they got better the main investor saw something in me and the the guy matt that was from the photo shoot and is the ceo of dynapro saw something as well no one there was responsible 
not the artist, not his friends, not even his manager. They were, and his manager, we're just going to call him by his initial P, and was not, uh, was not responsible. And they really didn't have a clue of what was really going on, even after explaining to them. And that's, it sucks when you try and speak to someone, they don't understand you on an easy level. And so, anyway, they reached out to me, and I, I spoke to them, and, you know, um, because what what had happened was there needed to be a program for for this company and so they all say they're certified trainers but i don't think they are actually they aren't and so i was really the head coach for the company because i was really teaching them my style of training and they were really developing really well i also before meeting matt i used a lot of resistant band training myself because i loved it and so um Matt reached out to me and that's when I was picked to do uh, the program and to write the program and I was like holy shit my my dream is coming true I'm gonna actually be able to write my own program you know how hard that is to write my own program get it printed out and not only that it was gonna be distributed nationwide on April 19th I could not believe that I was like that's it I'm gonna be famous in the fitness world I'm gonna have I'm gonna be a name stice life and i could not wait i was like i knew it was gonna happen i just didn't know when it was gonna happen i still know it's gonna happen guys i just don't know when maybe maybe you guys are gonna help me (laughs) maybe it's this podcast who knows but anyway um i um ended up uh writing and going over exercises with matt from dynapro and meeting other guys in the company that i would have never met if i didn't have this opportunity so for that i am grateful for the artist um met this guy by the name of carrie kid he's written pretty much everyone's program from massey to um some of the guys on shreds like joey swole and a bunch of other big uh social media names anyway um didn't meet him i um um met him through zoom and uh and also had many conversations with him on the phone also from there after that after doing that um video shoot um because matt and i were doing uh workout shoots and writing the program together and all that after doing that about a week after that uh matt calls me and says hey there's this guy by the name of narav wants to meet you um he's He's the investor for for uh, Vanfit, um, and I was like, "Yeah," and I was, he was like, "Yeah, dude. He's he's also my boy. He's a really good guy. He knows his shit in and out. Really intelligent, and he's he he knows when I when I say something like because he trusts me. When I say something about someone or something, he knows I mean it. And I was talking to him about you and telling him how great you are." and uh and how informative you are and and all these things and uh he wants to meet you and i said okay cool man yeah definitely i said when and he was like i don't know i don't remember how many days after but anyway he he came down to the gym and came and met me and uh we ended up talking and come to find out the guy actually wanted to offer me equity in the in the company now that was another 
incredible sign right there. I'm like, wow, it just keeps getting better. I got the program and now they're they're offering me equity. I'm actually going to be an owner of VanFit. So now I'm their boss. It's kind of funny. So I was like, yeah, sure. He's like, but you have to you have to do these tasks. I'm going to send you the email and blah, blah, blah. I said, okay, fine. One of them was trying to convince and get the rapper on board. Um, on board as far as because he didn't really care. He just seemed always laid back and just he looked like he was just woken up or he just finished smoking or just didn't give a shit. He was wearing wrinkled clothes or clothes with uh, was just mismatching. It just looked crazy. And then he just he with the little bit of apparel that they that we had from the photo shoot. Um, I wore it all the time just to represent. Um, but the guys never wore it. So they their excuse was well when we get our our real apparel and all this then we'll start wearing our shit and i said okay fine so one of my tasks was getting them on board the other one was funny look at that and the music starts um one of the things was also getting them to wear the clothes and all of that so i um i ended up uh I ended up getting COVID after a little while after, um, and it sucked because at that time the, you know, we were getting hit with snowstorms and stuff like that. And and we got a blizzard, really bad blizzard. And I, um, I remember it like it was yesterday. The apparel got down to Matt's house. Matt lives about an hour and 15 minutes away from where I live right now. And P, the manager, was supposed to get it. But, you know, like I said, these guys are very irresponsible and also very lazy. Um, But he was like, yeah, yeah, you know what's nice? Ah, yeah, I'll send somebody to go and get it. And I'm like, the only way I'm going to get this rapper to be on board is if he's wearing the gear and he feels it out because he's very much into fashion. So I was like, fuck it. You know what? I told the guy, Matt, I said, Matt, I'll be there tomorrow morning. I don't give a shit how bad I feel. I looked at it as if Michael Jordan can play with the flu and Kobe can play with uh, a broken uh, Achilles tendon. Well, you know what? Fuck this. You know, true champions play with play in in rain or shine, play with with whatever they got and they got to because that's the mentality, Mamba mentality. So I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going. My wife thought I was crazy. So I drove an hour and 15 and I picked up this huge box that was sitting outside in the snow because, um, you know, it was it was just at the big time when everyone was going crazy with COVID. So his wife left the box outside. I opened the box. It's dope apparel, hats and everything. So I picked it up, put it in the trunk and drove back home. And when I got in, I was so lightheaded felt like I was going to throw up. I just couldn't even look at the stuff. Wasn't until the next day that I did look at the stuff, saw all the stuff, picked out my, my gear. Cause they gave me a special box on the side. Cause I, I requested to have polos since I'm coach Stice. I wanted polos, you know, coach wears polos and a hat. That's how I see it. Anyway, I got my stuff. Then the next day, um, I went over to the rapper's um, house where he um, selected clothes for everyone and his friends and everything. Anyway, after that, was training him for a while, continuously started to develop, and he ended up going to Miami, um, no, to L.A. 
but before he went, he was we had a session and I was talking to him. I said, what are you doing? He said, I got to do this video over there with um, this other rapper. And uh, and then I'm then I'm going to be in uh, in Miami right after I said, dope, dude. I'm like, shit, I'd like to come, you know, because we could work out over there. And he's like, yeah, bet. Cool. Yeah, definitely. He's like, give P your information and we'll fly you out. Matter of fact, not to L.A. You'll meet us at um me and this other guy R, which is D's brother. Uh, you guys will fly out on on the weekend and meet us over there in Miami because um you know we get, we're supposed to meet someone over there. I said okay, cool. Who? And then come to find out, P the manager came up to me and told me that we we're we we're supposed to meet um Puff Daddy, and I was like what Puff daddy like have a, a meeting with him because our vanfit bands were being distributed to a bunch of rappers and celebrities to to get the workouts and everything so now i'm like what they're gonna get my videos and my program and these bands i'm like yo this is it for me i was just like oh it's on and now i'm flying for a company because i thought i was like this is dope all right cool bet Anyway, I ended up uh, waiting around with uh, the other guy, R, that night to come to find out that they weren't going to fly us out because they were coming home early. And when they got home, uh, the guy D got COVID and he was, um, you know, he was all messed up. Uh, But anyway, we continued to train and... It was getting closer and closer to the day of launch. And the day of launch, it was, uh, I believe it was April 3rd. It got pushed. It was April 3rd that, um, no, February 22nd, 27th, um, I believe. I'm sorry. Don't quote me on that. But anyway, it was in January. Wait, it was January, February. No, it was, look at me, because it just happened a little while ago. So March. March 23rd was the day that um, was a soft launch, which they do for fitness. And it's what soft launch is. The, ver- the program will be available online. Uh, the program will be available to purchase, but not to, not to get, like to pre-order. And also all the apparel will be available. So I was like, okay, cool. That was at the next week. At that time, <clears throat> we've been doing Zoom meetings. I've been, you know, I almost felt like I was undercover um, training them and giving the the suits, let's say, the suits. I was giving the suits uh, the intel of what was going down with the rapper and his entourage and his manager and all that. But I became very close to them. I was one of their boys. I was hanging out with with d i was really clicking with him while we were talking we were bonding i was showing him techniques i now was teaching him how to really train and and become a trainer man it was really good anyway um in that time um the, the rapper was supposed to give uh the suits some information so that we can use his platform on social media at that time he had 2.6 million followers right and i ended up meeting um this guy by the name of pat um i won't give you his last name but his name is pat and he is a marketing genius this guy just knows 
how to just bring it all in together. Anyway, met him through a Zoom meeting, talked to him, and he told us how the analytics work and how we're going to do it so that we can sell more bands, sell more programs, and all of that. And I was like, this is sick. I want to learn more. I was like a kid. Sure, teach me. And um, anyway, he uh, he said, now we just have to get the rapper to give us his... Um, his uh passcode um so that we can run ads we can see how many people are looking in on the program on his profile are interested are commenting everything pretty much everything so we can pinpoint all those people put them in the circle and then feed them ads once we launch so that they can be the first ones to order and then as that as more people get interested you just keep looping them into that circle and it just continuously gets bigger i was like that is awesome let's do that okay yes anyway I, at that time, was um, in the process of finishing writing the program and all that. Now I talked to Kerry, and uh, Kerry, the guy that did all the programming, he said, hey, look, man, it'd be nice if we can get this done in, like, two weeks because there's a lot of videos that we got to do. You got, I had to do videos for every exercise so that people can know how to do them, how to execute them, and why, they're, what, why we're doing them, what muscles we're hitting. So I was like, damn, two weeks a lot of exercises about it's about maybe a hundred i'd say about 150 videos um anyway i asked the the guys on the squad give me um let me get a good picture of let me get a no no, not a picture let me get a good quote a personal quote of you guys and if you guys want to be a part of the video yeah now r gave me his own quote d couldn't even think of a quote so i gave him a malcolm x quote a dope one i forget what it was but it was a dope one and i also i told them i'm like if you guys want to be part of the videos and the program and you could be in there and all that you can come with me to you know i was still you know i still had ownership of the business over there so i was like i can we can go over there and shoot over there it's not a problem and he was they were like yeah but when I called them in the mornings, those guys never woke up, woke up because they would spend most of their nights all out partying and everything with the rapper up until 6 in the morning. So 9 o'clock a.m. or 10 a.m. was just too early for them. They would get up at like 2 p.m. and 3 in the afternoon. To me, the day is already over. But anyway, I ended up seeing that and I was just like, I'm going to have to do all this shit to my, by myself, like usually. I ended up doing 150 videos by myself. Gave them over to the to Matt and uh, Carrie, and ended up having to edit them and everything with Carrie and uh, you know writing down all the stuff in there and everything. Anyway, I did it all to find out that D got mad because he was like, I wanted to be in the videos, and I was like, yeah, dude, but I already called you and all that, and he thought I was trying to steal camera time, when in fact, another thing that you guys didn't know, I was also doing the social media for them, on top of that, I was doing the social media for them, and doing the cool videos, I also became a character in the social media, I, um, you know, I... I, I created this thing called the Four Bloods, you know, because we were vamps, vamp, vampires, right? So what do vampires do? They suck blood. So the blood drop also, you know, it made sense. Also with the drip and the drip report and everything. So 
the four uh, blood drops uh, was a stood for the four vamps. Myself, the coach, the artist, R and D. And anyway, anytime I commented on anyone, I gave him a, a pound, but I always gave him a pound with, uh, you know, a black hand so that they wouldn't be like, oh, because, you know, because I'm light skinned and stuff like that. I'm Hispanic. So they, they would have been like, oh, nah, dude. So trying to bring everyone together, I did that. And it worked because a lot of people were commenting. There was a group, these, these guys that were working out in Boston that really really um enjoyed it there was another guy from the from i want to say brooklyn that also was a huge fan of the rapper and his his name on his social media was even the same and so i um was building relationships with these people you know them thinking that it was either him or someone in the company never knowing it was actually me and uh i continuously did outreach you know to fans and a lot of things you know because i wanted to bring the company up we were growing in numbers on social media and uh everything was going well so anyway as we get closer to that um to the soft launch we're supposed to be promoting it and doing all these things on uh on social media so that we can sell more bands and um he was getting ready to do uh a talk show uh, a radio show uh the breakfast club and so when he got on there we really he got on there um he was invited to talk about his his other companies that he's involved with doesn't own them completely he's involved with them anyway he went on that radio show and told Charlemagne the god that um the only reason why he was doing van fit was because he wanted to get free shit and the 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 company that sponsors him he couldn't even say the proper name of his sponsor now if you're in business, you know that that's not the right thing to do. You should know your sponsor's name. You always know your sponsor's name. It's Dynapro. He ended up saying, yeah, this guy bought, this guy got this company. He's a sponsor. You know, Dynapro. Dynapro. And Matt was listening, and he got really, really, I mean, mad about that. And I, I don't blame him. I mean, look at how much money and time you invested in on this. And this guy goes... I'm only trying to get free shit, and he calls your company Dana Pro. It's like it's like someone calling my my name Stice Life that is to me is a business calling it Ass Life. <laughs> you know, you just don't do that, and uh, it just showed that he had no interest and no care for anything, no respect, no class. <clears throat> anyway, he uh, came back from that radio show, and we we got on him about getting on this zoom meeting and also giving us the the information for for the social media and he kept on running around the bush again him and his manager and kept on continuously saying yes yes we're going to give it to you we're going to give it to you come down to day of the launch they didn't give us nothing they didn't show up to the zoom meeting they didn't do shit And the most crucial part of a business, which I learned, is that first 48 hours of launch. It goes, it shows how many, how much interest you build. We built nothing. Nothing. Nothing happened. We sold 
uh, sweat, a pair of sweatpants and a shirt, which is nothing. And that's where it continuously decreased and kept on going down. At that time, I was still training these guys, right? Them not knowing that I'd had, that I had an offer of equity. And also now I'm no longer, I mean, I am under employment with not only the gym, but with the, the main investor of the company, Narav. Um, and so I continued to train them and these, they weren't, uh, listening to any of the things that they were supposed to do, not wearing the apparel, not coming in on time, not meeting, uh, on zoom meetings, not promoting the brand, just everything wrong, everything wrong you could possibly do to get out of a situation. These guys just did not show any interest in poor R and D. They were never informed or invited to any of these meetings. So they had no clue, nor did they even know what, what the company was or what it was going to do or what it was even about. Um, they were just there to work out for free and thought that they were going to get a uh, check cut out to them. Anyway, and the rapper, kind he didn't really know anything either. He just, he's kind of like that with everything that he does. But anyway, um, P, the, the manager, is a very lazy, uh, laid back, thinks that everything's going to fall out of the sky and just happen organically. That's what he always says. Give it some time. It's going to happen organically, Stice. Yeah, organically, my ass. But anyway, um... <clears throat> it kept on getting closer to now the main day we're going to launch, which is April 19th when my, you know, my program goes nationwide. Kept on getting closer, closer. Actually, the original date was April, um, April 9th was the original day. So we were there at April 9th is the day of launch, right? And it got pushed back to the 19th because they didn't cooperate. But April 8th, April 9th, when, when it came down to that day, he still refused to give the the codes and f- they kept on getting on him about it and all that and he kept on saying that they that they were going to do it just you know he he can't figure out his password and he can't do this and it's like how do you not know your password and even if you didn't know it there's a way of getting it because they ask you other personal questions so it automatically said that he didn't want he didn't want to give it and i kept on thinking i'm like why wouldn't a guy want to give his thing Whereas he can make so much money. They, they told us if we just sold, if only, no, no, no. If 2% of his followers bought one item, we would make $5 million. Just 2%, 5 mil. So I was, I was like, we're definitely selling more than fucking 2%. Are you kidding me? This guy's big time. We're doing crazy shit. I'm, I'm showing him crazy videos and exercises that ain't nobody seen because I was making them up. Because I was studying and, and looking at new innovative ways of doing things. So I was like, there ain't no way. So anyway, he still didn't do it. We didn't get any sales because he thought he was going to push it on his Instagram. But the funny thing is he tagged so many people on his Instagram. It didn't even matter. Because it didn't even look like we existed in there. He had maybe like a good 10 people on there that he would tag. And then the hashtag and then <clears throat> nothing. Come to find out, my man Pat, 
that does his homework. You know what I mean? I could see it that he knew more when we were talking by the questions that I asked. He knew more when we talked on that Zoom meeting about his uh, analytics and all these things. So I was just like, okay. So I went into it and dove into it more and dove into it more to find out that those 2.6, and now it's it's a little bit more because he bought more. They're not uh, they're not all real, and I'm not gonna say how many he really does have because there isn't an accurate number on there. But a lot of it's not real, and he shot himself in the foot too when he did a post and he didn't pay for likes or comments, and uh, you didn't you didn't get that many views and not that many likes, and it was after a couple of hours. And it was very noticeable. And I was just like, for a person like me to notice, I was just like, wow. No wonder why he didn't want to give in that information. Because it was all bullshit. And uh, he couldn't sell the product. He just wanted free shit. And he was just using his fame. Because he does have that. That is real. So, I mean, I do know. There's a lot of people that do know. Maybe two point six um million do know him but they definitely don't follow him um but anyway i was just in shock at that point and at that point i just saw i was like he's a fucking liar and he's not out here to help the team he's only here for his own interest and i was just like man that sucks and then it just it started getting dwelling on me even more the 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 lateness to the to the sessions, the I'm you know wouldn't show up sometimes. Then wanted me to send him written pro, uh, workouts. I sent him a bunch of written workouts. Then he went and traveled and came back, and then he didn't want to go out because I think he got it, but he didn't want to admit to it. He had me show him some workouts at his house, and then it was just a whole bunch of shit. And then to finally, uh, the main investor said, uh, "The company's over. He's pulling out." Oh, no, no. Yeah, the company's over. He's pulling out, and you're not going to train them anymore. I said, why? He said, well, we're not over yet, but he, you're going you're gonna to stop training him. Because if he does not give us the... You're not going to train him until he gives us the information. So it was still hope that they had. They were going to push the launch date, so they pushed it back even further for, the, for, the, for my program. So I was like, all right, well, there's still an opportunity. Okay, fine. And so I couldn't lie to the guys. I told them, I can't train you anymore. Not until he gives his information and all that. And the guy, D, took it so bad. He couldn't believe it. He's like, what do you mean, bro? You're one of us and you're doing this. You're, just, you're our boy. You're just working out with us. And I said, I've never been working out with you guys. I've been your coach the whole time. I don't exercise with you guys. I show you exercises. I even fucking load your your." bench press and i moved the weights they don't even clean up after themselves it was like it was like i was a freaking dad but anyway he didn't understand so then i i tried to explain as best as i could to him and tell him what his friend was really about and how he's been lied to this whole time and it was true it was real shit and i showed him text messages and conversations and that i'm actually an owner and i've gotten offered that but i mean no longer because the company was going under 
Anyway, I told him, I told him all of that. He took it and he was like, wow, I couldn't believe it. We're supposed to, after that, I think he said, yeah, we'll chill later on tonight and whatever. I was like, okay, cool. I didn't think anything of it. And okay, freaking, he goes back and tells him, bam, right there, we start having problems. And they think that I'm over here um, on someone's side. They go, oh, you're on their side. I'm like, what side? You're on their side, the suits side. I'm like, we're all one team. I don't get how I could be on their side. They are your side, moron. They're your investors and your sponsors. How are they on another side, you fucking idiots? Sorry, gets me mad. Because it's such ignorance on the fact that they thought that that was another side. I was on another side. No, I was at looking out for your best interests. I was trying to make you more money and I was trying to show us, all, get us all fame at the same time with your help. But you didn't want to help, so we didn't make money or fame. And so I kept on, I kept on uh, moving forward. And the funny thing is I was still cool with his manager, P. And P reached out to me literally a couple couple days after and tells me that Lamar Odom Lakers legend was interested in having us train him and I was like us he said yeah us I said no 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 me I would train him you guys are just they're cheerleaders because they don't know how to train I train them so you guys would they would just stand there he goes ah yo come on stice you know but we'll give you the 10 percent. and i was like no no no. you're lucky if i give you 10 percent. because i mean i'm doing the work over here you know what i mean so i was i was like there ain't no way i was gonna get 10 percent and then let them have the rest that's how crazy it was because at that time I, I, I'll admit, my head was gassed. I was living on cloud nine. My head was big, you know, so I walked in a room. I felt like everybody should know me. I'm Coach Stice. I, I drill these guys. I wrote a program. I felt very well rounded as a trainer and as, you know, as a coach like that. So <clears throat> I was like, 10%. I'm giving you 10%. I don't care who it is. And so anyway, I told him I had to speak with Lamar Odom in order for me to agree to do this because i also remember that lamar suffered uh uh he was in a, a coma when he was in that bunny ranch or whatever so that night i went online and i studied lamar for a good three hours finding out all these things come to find out that he had six strokes uh short-term memory was gone and he has two managers one to control his life and the other one that gets him jobs and so that following night i ended up talking to lamar on the phone and he was telling me that he was going to be around in April, early April, around April, uh, no, 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 April 15, something like that, and uh, wanted to meet me. And I said, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, we'll go out to eat in the city and, you know, we can figure it all out and everything. So his, um, his manager, um, I'm not going to give his name, but let's just say his name was B, um, ended up. Uh, switching numbers with me and also uh, giving me um, giving me the power to watch Lamar train while he was in his training camp in Pennsylvania or uh, no it was in Philly in Philly I think yeah in Philly and uh, I could watch him through this uh, camera that I can get I was I got I got I was allowed so I could turn this camera 360 and everything watch it from my phone so it was pretty dope so I could see him work and um, 
I was excited about that. But at the same time, on the back burner, I knew that Van Fit was going under. And I knew that this wasn't going to work out. But I also knew that another thing that, that I was thinking about, I was like, fuck. If this doesn't work out, how am I going to get paid? And these guys pretty much owe me $20,000 of training in four months. All of them. I mean, for all in collectively, you know, all together, it would be 20 grand um, if I wasn't getting paid by VanFit because I saw it as uh, it's not going to happen. And so come to find out that uh, he never gave the thing. I never went back to training them because Narav told me never not to go back to training them. Then D went to tell, told the rapper everything I said. So that went under and he didn't ever want to come back to working out with me. So he said I was done. Then the guy D turned back around me, called me a traitor, tried to get me fired at my gym. And at that time, like I said, in my other podcast that I talked about the gym and my firing, me and the owner became very close because I told him some close things. Cause at that time I was really depressed, man. I had everything. I was on cloud nine. Like I told you, and, uh, you know, I didn't have any, you know, I have my wife to talk to and she's seen me cry many nights. I cried many nights, you know, uh, thought, thought that I had it all, thought I was going to make it and everything. And, you know, I, um, I was looking at it as that was the way of me. Cause my dream job was to be my dream job, to be honest with you guys is to be a motivational speaker. Um, I do it through my classes, but in reality in the end i want to be i want to be traveling the world and motivating people on stage and talking to them and letting them know that there's so much more to it but how can i be motivating you know when i'm down and so i you know ended up talking to the gym owner and you know telling him that i was going to put my program and really run it the right way and go all the way at it and that's what i did and that's how it became the stice life experience and that's the story of Vanfit, guys. Really, in the end, they fucked me over and um, everything got pulled. The main investor pulled out, so I, didn't, I wasn't going to get equity or get paid. Um, the, the rapper and his two buddies still think that it's alive and well and dandy and they're promoting a program that does not exist it's funny thing is they took my pictures and everything down actually they still use some of my videos because they don't know how to run their social media properly and there's now they're buying followers and uh it's sad and they're promoting my program which doesn't exist because the funny thing is also i own the rights to my name so no one can use my name like that if it is sold and if there is any money that's being bought on that which is impossible because they don't have the videos nor the program i could sue them but another thing uh yeah i uh i learned a big lesson i learned a big lesson not to not to give it not to put all your eggs in one basket not to call everyone your friend because they're not and not to trust everyone when they tell you that some big company is going to pay you because you're you have this great opportunity because i thought i did and i thought i had the world and that was me being knocked down one more time this has happened to me a couple times but you know it's just another moment in my life that i have to look back and say 
It's a great, great experience, and it's going to be even greater when I write my book. And I hope you guys are there online for me to sign it for you. <laughs> but anyway, that's that, guys. Thank you for listening. And uh, like I always say, 